I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We put up a post, a reel the other day on Instagram actually asking for who you think is the most underappreciated guy in your club, the most slept on player at your club. So a guy at your player that you would really appreciate because you watch him week in, week out, but you think that probably other fans of other clubs might not appreciate just how much work they do or how important they are to your footy side. And we got about two or 300 responses. So I'm going to go through a lot of them today. Hopefully you hear your name called out with a little shout out, talk about players. I'm going to try and make sure I get at least two or three from every single team. Uh, we will obviously have a lot of repetitive ones. Obviously some fan bases have more fans than others, but we'll try and tick off every single club as we go. And if we get too heavy on one club, I'm trying to keep track of it. Uh, so we'll try and be very Fair and equal. But it is across 17 sides. This will probably go for half an hour or so. I'm doing this all live, as I always do my podcast with you guys. Uh, So do stay patient. But we'll see how we go. All right, we'll start at the top of the list from Lachlan Berry. Now, Lachlan Berry is a Parramatta Eels fan. He says, Bryce Cartwright and Jermaine Hopgood. And these would have probably been my two picks from the Paramount Eels. I think Will Pensini's been fantastic as well, and it's probably worth a shout. But uh, I think these two, obviously Jermaine, we've spoken about him a lot on the podcast this year, and what he's brought to Parramatta has been unbelievable. I think he's right up there with signings of the year. I think it's probably Jermaine, Jackson Hastings, Reese Walsh. Uh, off the top of my head, they're probably the three best signings that I can think of at the moment. Uh, I think Jacob Preston would be right up there for Canterbury as well. Uh, but those three are real standouts for me. I think it has to be Reese Walsh. Uh, but I think Hopgood has to be right up there as well. Uh, Bryce Cartwright obviously has had a huge resurgence this year that has been incredibly impressive. So Bryce Cartwright, a great shout, especially the back end of his season has been really good. I know Bryce Cartwright's a guy that a lot of people want to give shit to, and it's very easy to stack stuff on Bryce Cartwright, but I do think he's had a tremendous season. There's no doubt about that. So Jermaine, Bryce, and I would throw in Will Pensini as well. They've had tremendous seasons for the Parramatta Eels. Very, very good shouts there. All right, our next one comes from Matty Q, the great Matty Q from down there in Melbourne. A huge, 
Huge Storm fan. Shout out to the family down there. One of the greats. He said, for me, it's Trent Liru. He has, made, he has had a monster year. Been very consistent for his first full year in first grade. The lines he runs and his defense is getting better and better. I think we nowadays when we look at back rowers in rugby league, we want all the upside in the world. We want to be tackle breakers. We want to be all this sort of stuff. I still think there is a very, very special place in rugby league for just a consistent back rower who does a job every single week, and that's Trent Liru. Uh, you've started to see... Some of his upside, he scored a few tries in the last few weeks. I think he scored one on the weekend. So I do think he is starting to show more. But I think for parts of the season, if you weren't probably a Melbourne Storm fan and watching him very closely, or if you didn't have him in Supercoach or something like that, I think you probably underappreciate uh, how much work this guy gets here and just how consistent he is as well. I know from talking to people within the Melbourne Storm system, in the preseason, he absolutely blew them away. So I think he has got a lot more upside in him. So great. Great, great shout there from Maddie. That'll be our first Melbourne Storm shout. Our next one comes from Bitter Curry. Tyrone Peachy, uh, sung but not sung enough. No idea what that means. But Tyrone Peachy's had a fantastic season for the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, a resurgent season once again for Peach. Uh, obviously, coming from the West Tigers, where wild times arrived there from the Titans, was made a club captain, and then couldn't make the side to save himself. So Tyrone Peachy coming back home. We always talk about it, and we sort of say, you know, there's certain guys that just look right in certain jerseys. And Tyrone Peachy, when he left the Penrith Panthers, he just never looked quite right. Ever since arriving back there. He's obviously playing that utility role where he can jump in and play center. He can play second row. He can play 13. He's going to play a bit of nine. He can just do everything peach. But I think especially when he's jumped out in the centers, uh, he has been tremendous uh, for the Penrith Panthers. Might not have too much of a passing game in him, but with his running game and how hard it is to handle, you know, you can sort of uh, um, accept that. Tough for you to Ruva super coach owners, no doubt about that. But I think Peachy, I think Ivan Cleary really has got the best out of him once again, which is great to see because it felt like he was lost to our game for a while there. Great shout. This one from the Knighted. Go check out them if you are a Newcastle Knights uh, fan out there. Go check out the dot Knighted. Put out some fantastic content. Newcastle Knights content always. It says Phoenix Crossland effort has been huge. I completely agree. Phoenix right up there uh, with the most unsung heroes in the competition. Phoenix Crossland, probably a guy that we didn't think we'd be talking about too much uh, this season. You know, obviously when we started the season, Jaden Braley was the nine. I was very, very high on Jaden Braley this year. I thought he was going to absolutely blow it away. Obviously, injury uh, derailed that pretty quickly, and it forced Phoenix Crossland to move from being a halfback, and he's played a bit of seven, a bit of 13, a bit of nine over the years, but sort of to become a full-time nine. And to be honest with you, the first few weeks, it was far from pretty, and I was very, very worried about how the Newcastle Knights were going to go, but he's just improved week on week, Phoenix, to the point when when Jacko got injured on the weekend, they moved Crossland out of nine for a couple of minutes. I sort of thought, oh, my God, this looks like a shit fight. So Phoenix Crossland to step into the shoes of Jaden Braley, who I think is one of the most underrated nines in the competition. He's done tremendously well, Phoenix. I want to give him a huge shout-out, and I reckon that the vast majority of Newcastle Knights fans would nominate Phoenix as that guy. To be honest with you, I wasn't convinced after his first few weeks at nine that he was going to stay there, but he's made a real fist of it. So shout out to him. A great shout there. Um, this one, Red V. Uh, Swat Gallagher, who I met out at the Beer, Food and Footy Festival, an absolute legend, has just moved over here from New Zealand. So shout out to your brother, champion. Red V, it's got to be Suli. He gets little praise, but has had two very consistent seasons. Now, let's talk about this on Bloke in a Bar yesterday. I completely agree. I think Moses Suli is a guy that I never thought 
He'd be known for his consistency, uh, but he has been very, very impressive the last two seasons, and he sort of is one of the more consistent players in the Dragon system. Is he perfect? No, still far from it, 100%, but I think he has really improved, and I think he's been really solid for the Dragons, despite all the shit that's gone on there between coaching, poor decisions, all that sort of stuff. I think he's been very, very consistent. So shout out to Moses Sully. A very, very good shout there. From LaVishka, now one of my favorites up there in Brisbane, an absolute legend. She says, uh, from my second team, Knights Gamble. Okay, so LaVishka's obviously a big Broncos fan. She's nominated a Newcastle Knight as well. Tyson Gamble, which I think is a great shout as well. Tyson Gamble, who... You know, I think when they signed him, we sort of thought, Ugh, where does he fit? Is he going to play New South Wales Cup? He looks like a good 14. He's turned into a genuine 5'8". And I made the comment to Kempi yesterday on Bloke in a Bar that if you hadn't seen Tyson Gamble play previously, uh, and if you didn't have prior knowledge that he's a bit of a rogue and a, a bit of a loose unit, I think you would have watched him over the last six weeks and gone, geez, he is a good 5'8". I think he really has improved, and I think we need to start to treat Tyson Gamble uh, as more of a 5'8 than a utility band-aid at 5'8", if you know what I mean. I think he really has improved. So Tyson Gamble, a very, very good shout. Uh, from Josh Dub, one of the greats of all time, Wooker the Weasel from the weekly rubbed he says, Billy Walters has played his role extremely well for the Broncos, similarly to Crossland for the Knights. And yeah, I completely agree. I think Phoenix Crossland and uh, Billy Walters, very, very similar in the way that they've gone about their footy this year. I think Billy Walters... You know, he was one of the start of this season, even last year. Last year is one of the four guys that could play 5'8". I said in that preseason, I actually prefer him at hooker. I've always preferred Billy Walters at hooker. I wasn't convinced it was his position. And to be honest with you, I didn't think he'd get to the level that he has uh, now. But when he did start to own that nine jersey, he's done incredibly well. And, you know, we sort of sat there at the start of the season with the Broncos going, Jesus, when are they going to hit the emergency button and bring Moser in? Mate, you literally haven't heard the name Moser uh, between, you know, Pakes, Walters, and Smoothie. Uh, and I thought Pakes was fantastic as well. He seems to have fallen out of favour. But it's been Billy Walters that has really held down the fort there all season. So a great shout there from Josh. Um, the other one from LaVishka as well, which was her actual Bronco suggestion, was Corey Jensen. I love Corey Jensen. He's one that I spoke about in the trials last year. Always had a soft spot for him. And you have a look at that Bronco side from Flegler to Paragon to Payne Haas. Like, just all these big monsters with huge upside and all this. And then you've just got Corey Jensen in there who just goes about his work and just plays tough footy. He's a real throwback to the 1990s and the 2000s sort of front rower. And I'm a big, big fan of him. And I think when he's not there, they do miss him. So Corey Jensen's a really, really good shout there. A couple from the Broncos that have popped up. few from the Newcastle Knights. Our next one is from another one from the Newcastle Knights. This one comes from Matty Diamond Pro. He says, Leo Thompson has been huge this year. I agree, mate. Leo Thompson has been sensational. Uh, I've obviously had Tyson Gamble, Phoenix Cross, and now we've got Leo Thompson from the Newcastle Knights. That'll probably do us for Knights, to be honest with you, but I agree, mate. Leo Thompson, I think at different parts of this season, he has been the alpha front rower in that squad. I think that there have been times where I've been watching Newcastle, watching the Saifides, and just going, fuck me, why can't they be more like Leo Thompson at times, which is crazy to think about when you think about it, you're talking about two state of origin front row forwards compared to Leo Thompson but he's really come on this year I think he scored his first try on the weekend as well so shout out to Leo Thompson I, th I think he's had two or three overturned throughout the year uh, but I really really like Leo Thompson I know from talking to Jackson Hastings in the preseason he was the one that he told me to keep an eye on because he really really impressed in the preseason so great shout there Leo Thompson let's go one from the South Sydney Rabbitohs this one comes from Alex Hayes underscore process shout out to 
to Alex who has suggested Isaiah Tass. Love this one. Absolutely love this one. Obviously, with Jack White arriving next year, it looks like Isaiah Tass could be the guy that is the unlucky one. But I think solely because of the performances of Alec, of Isaiah Tass, there's been a lot of question marks about whether they potentially just play Jack White in the back row. And I'm not a huge fan of it, as I've spoken about on a number of occasions. But Jesus, it's getting harder and harder to leave Tass out of this side. I'd probably find a spot for him on the wing. But now with the emergence of Ty Munro and whatnot, maybe you do change things up just to get all these guys on the field. But uh, Isaiah Tass had a brilliant season. We spoke about him a lot last year in the preseason before he played first grade or anything. A guy that had bounced around. I think he was down at the Doggies went up to potentially Norths, I think it was, up, up there in the Queensland Cup. Uh, and we've always really, really liked him. And it was great to see him get an opportunity. Not only get an opportunity, but take that opportunity as well. He really has made that spot his own. So Isaiah Tass, he would have been my pick from the South Sydney Rabbitohs as well. Probably got one other guy from South Sydney that I would have picked along with him. But Isaiah Tass, as far as that starting team goes, uh, definitely my guy. Uh, from Johnny Ranara, he says, Lockie Croker easily. And he's just always the same old story with Lockie Croker, isn't it? Uh, obviously, a 5'8 halfback coming through the grades has now jumped into hooker. Handles himself really well. And he always just does something every game that you go, ooh. I wasn't expecting that from Lockie Croker. It might be a 40-20 or a pass close to the line or something, but he always just gets through his defensive work as well, which we absolutely love. I've got another young bloke there, Jordan Chan Kum Tong, who I would love to see debut before the end of the season. I think that those two in tandem could be really good. But Lockie Croker, tough as nails, uh, and I think he's a very underrated part of that Manly Seagull system. And having a hooker that you don't have to pay huge money to, it's what allows the Manly Seagulls to have Turbo, DCE, Jake Travojevich, these sort of guys, and keep guys like Garrick, Olakowatu, et cetera, around the place. So very, very important on the field. Very important off the field because of his mindset, but also very important on the books because value-wise, he is fantastic. Could you find a better hooker than Lock and Croker? 100% you could. You could you go out and find a heap. But how much are you going to have to pay them compared to Lockie Croker, and how consistent are they going to be? compared to Lockie, Lockie Croker as well, which is what makes him so great. Our next one comes from Nigel Ando. He's a Melbourne Storm fan. He says, Josh King, for sure, past two years, had started every game and played almost every game, uh, does everything asked of him every week. Yeah, Josh King, another great shout. Another one from Newcastle that got away. Uh, I've got a mate who grew up in the Newcastle system playing Harold Matson SG ball there, and he reckons Josh King hardly ever made any rep teams. He was constantly rejected, and every time he got rejected, he would just come back and work harder. And uh, when you go back and have a look at that team, uh, and especially that age group, a lot of very talented guys from Newcastle – a lot of guys have gone to play first grade. There's a good chance he could be the most uh, successful one down there at the Melbourne Storm. So another really good example. I know that in that same age was a guy like Tavita Pango Jr. in Newcastle. was one of the first picked in every single side. Had all the ability, all the upside. Right now, if I had to pick one of those two in my team, I'm taking Josh King every day of the week. He's a toiler and he's a fucking goer and we love to see that. Great shout, Josh King. Brad X Fame says, Corey Horsburgh. Obviously, I've been talking about Horsburgh a lot. Got him in my draft. Classic team, everything this year. I absolutely love this guy. I think he's been so good for the Raiders. And I think it takes a lot for Ricky Stewart to trust guys. Uh, and it takes years for him to earn that trust to give guys more than 50, 60 minutes. And you can see this year, Corey Horsburgh, he has just earned every bit of trust with Ricky Stewart. So very, very exciting for Corey Horsburgh. Obviously made his origin debut, which was great to see. Especially as a link man for that Raiders side. He has just proved to be so important 
important, so crucial to them. So Corey Horsley from the Raiders, a great shout. This one will be our last one from the Brisbane Broncos. This one comes from Dylan Struthers. He says, Jordan Ricky, this year he is flying. His kick chase, pressure, hard line running, and solid defense is a big reason why the Broncos are successful this season. Absolute beast. Really, really good shout there. Jordan Ricky's had a fantastic season. I think that he's cut a lot of errors out of his game as well, which really worried me last year. And even at the start of this year as well, I think he has matured quite a bit. And from what I've heard from people up there in Brisbane, He's matured quite a bit on and off the field, which is great to see. So Jordan Ricky, a fantastic shout from the Brisbane Broncos. Heap of guys that we won't we won't, won't do any more Broncos because we've already had three, but a number of very, very good shouts there. Other guys that we did mention, like Ezra Mann, for example, you could nominate so many of them from up there at Brisbane, but a very good shout. All right, our next one. From the Sydney Roosters. Don't think we've had a Roosters yet. This one comes from Troy Rogers. He says 1 billion percent. Nat Butcher, he will definitely be taking the Roosters player of the year. I completely agree, mate. Nat is a fantastic player. He's obviously come through in the South Sydney system. Uh, his, his old man played for South Sydney years ago as well, a Southeastern Seagull coming through. Uh, and he's since, you know, gone into the Roosters system. Won a comp a couple of years ago. I, I think people forget that he was part of that Premiership winning side in, I think it was 19. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable experience for Nat there. And yeah, he really has gone on to be a really important part of this side. And if you, you know, if, if right now, based off this season, I had to say who's going to be the captain in a few years' time, I'd probably be looking at him, to be honest with you. A real leader, Nat Butcher. I think you'll, I think he's more of a middle than an edge, to be honest with you, but I think he's just had to cover spots this year. So it'll be interesting to see how his career does develop. But Nat Butcher, uh, I reckon he's a very good chance to play Origin over the next few years. Uh, here's a great one. This one's from the New Zealand Warriors. It comes from Mark Quinney, and I absolutely love this show out, Jackson Ford. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last few years, you know that we've spoken about the kid from Gerringong on a number of occasions that I just don't understand why the Dragons don't fucking utilise him, why they don't play him, why they don't play him for good minutes. He's an absolute gun. Kills it in New South Wales Cup, has killed it all the way coming through. He gets a chance to go over to the Warriors and I thought, oh, geez, they've got a lot of back rowers. I don't know if he's going to be able to lock down a big minute spot there. He's the only one that has locked down a big minute spot on the edge over there. So, shout out to Jackson Ford. A fantastic shout, shout by Mark there. And I I'm so happy to finally see this kid start to reach his potential because he's always had this, and there's no doubt in that whatsoever. I've got tape after tape after tape on the Rugby League Guru podcast here and me saying it over the years and drafting him every second year. Managed to get him this year, which I'm very happy with. One of my favourite players in the comp, Jackson Ford. Just tough as nail. Tough as nails. Real uh, real South Coast, New South Wales country tough stock. So love to see that. Another guy who it might be hard for the Warriors, but I think he's got the ability to play State of Origin one day. I really do. So Jackson Ford, big, big fan. Love that shout. Uh, we've got another one on the Warriors from Raro Prince. It says Wade Egan and Charles Nickel Clock start. I think Wade Egan in particular would have been my pick. He's been fantastic this year for the Waz. Uh, and I think you can see, even on the weekend, like that, that they were without, obviously, Chance. That really hurt them. But Wade went off as well. And when he went off, it changed everything. And his connection with Sean Johnson, is second to none. And obviously, you wouldn't put SJ on this list, but the guys either side of him, Wade Egan and Chance Eagle Clock Star, just the timing they have with SJ, a lot of fantastic things he does is built around the timing with these two. And I think that was really evident on the weekend when both were off the park. So shout out to him. Chance come back to New Zealand from the Canberra Raiders and Wade Egan came over from the Panthers a couple of years ago. Been a fantastic signing. That is our third player from the Wars. So our three guys from the Wars were Jackson Ford, Chance Nickel Clock Star, and of course, Wade Egan. 
Jade Egan. But I think there's a lot of guys you could chuck in there from the Waz, whether it be Rocco Berry. I think he'd be a fantastic little shout. I think Adam Pompey's been been really good as well for the Waz. Also think, you know, a guy like Bunty Arfoa, I think I think they, they missed him on the weekend. I really, really like him as a footballer. I think he's a little bit more important to this side uh, than the credit he gets. Dylan Walker's been fantastic as well for the Waz. I think sometimes people don't realise the impact Dylan Walker has on games unless you're watching it really closely. So the Warriors, a number of fantastic shouts there. And shout out to the coach because he's got the best out of all these guys. All right, our next one is from Kurt Moore. Uh, Kurt Moore's got a suggestion from the Newcastle Knights. We've already done Newcastle. He said Jackson Hastings, but we've already covered them. What about Matt B performance? Now, this is probably off the back of his performance on the weekend as well, but throughout the season, he has been very good whenever he's played there. Drew Hutchinson for the Sydney Roosters, obviously MOM on the weekend. Actually, maybe Billy Smith got it, but I, I thought Hutcho was the best on the ground personally. He was fantastic. And just whenever he comes in to play any position, he does a fantastic jo- job, Hutcho. He's, he's a better footballer than he is at a certain position. Very, very handy to have in your side. Good shout there. All right, let's jump to the Penrith Panthers. I don't think we've had one from Penrith yet. Oh, we've had one from Penrith, but this one comes from Rowan Leonard. He says, Mitch Kenny, the nine. We saw the Panthers for the first time on the weekend without him, and it looked very disjointed. A guy that I just simply thought was too slow to play hooker for the Panthers this year. It has just shown that... You know, this guy, he might not have all the upside in the world, uh, but, you know, what he does every week and what he does defensively is so important. I thought, obviously, you could see an attack. They were a little bit disjointed the other day, but in defense, they were in all sorts through the middle. So Mitch Kenny is a fantastic shout from the Penrith Panthers. All right, what's another one? Okay, let's go to Wardell, 23. He says, Talis Duncan, so one from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, hasn't played a heap of games or minutes this year, but the games that he has played, he's had huge, huge impact in. Uh, I think I've seen him make two line breaks and set up tries off kickoffs. A very special talent, Talis Duncan, came through the Sydney Rooster system as a junior, made the move to South Sydney, I want to say around about SG Ball, maybe that in-between year. He's been a great get. I know that Sam Burgess rates Talis Duncan very, very highly, so a good shout there. Have we had a Raiders one yet? We've had one Raiders but I love this shout. This one comes from uh, Dolbell Outdoors. He says, Seb Chris. What a shout. Sebastian Chris, we've obviously spoken about him a little bit in Supercoach this year because I had him in my draft team. He was forced to play fullback this year. He looks so uncomfortable at fullback. But just every week, he got better and better. And then they got moved back to centre. And I thought he had the game of his career a couple of weeks ago. Just unfortunately, he got injured in that game. So a real stinger for Seb Chris there. But I think he's really come of age. As a footballer and, and as, uh, as a person this year, I think there was a couple of years ago where he was a bit lost to rugby league. I think during COVID, he actually went back to New Zealand and sort of gave the game away. He managed to come back, rebuild himself, and he's done tremendously well, Seb Chris, and he's been very, very good for the Raiders. Despite doing everything a little bit unorthodox, that's sort of who the Canberra Raiders are. And Seb Chris, he runs the ball hard, he supports hard, and he puts his body on the line, which is all you can really ask for. Uh, let's have a look at our next one, which is from Mitch. H. He says, Tigers, Appy has done all he could. Yeah, Appy Curacao for the West Tigers, very good shout. I don't know if you'd say he slept on or whatever, but I think that people maybe think, oh, you know, Appy's gone there and he's played shit. He really hasn't. He's played incredibly well. Just the Tigers are struggling as a team and as a system. But Appy, he has been fantastic throughout the entire season. There is no questioning that whatsoever. Uh, Hainsey, check out his YouTube channel. Does a lot of good work. You see him in punters and dribblers and stuff all the time. Uh, I think he lives up in Queensland or something. I 
think someone told me the other day, big Roosters fan, goes to all the games and everything. So shout out to him. Very passionate fan. He suggested one from the Roosters, which I love. This will be our last Roosters one, our third one. Billy Smith, who's had a tremendous season. We mentioned Hutcho. I thought he was best on ground the other day. I think the actual man of the match was Billy Smith, and that's our guy. I think he's been tremendous this season. I've been saying this for a number of years now. Billy Smith, incredibly talented. All he needs is just a good injury one, and he's managed to get it over the last couple of months. And you're finally starting to see what he's capable of doing. Defensively, there are still issues there. There's no doubt about it. I'll quite often bet against him every single week. But in attack, good God. He's just got so much to offer Billy Smith. He's deceptively, incredibly strong and deceptively pretty quick as well. And he's got a really good understanding for the game, Billy Smith. They love him there at the Roosters. He's obviously been through a lot. His perseverance is second to none, though, and you've really got to appreciate that in footballers. So Billy Smith, a very good shout from Hainsey there. Uh, We've got another one from the Penrith Panthers. This one comes from Dubbo TV. Uh, Apologies if I pronounced that wrong, bro. I know I came on your podcast a few weeks ago. Absolute fucking legend. Loved having a chat with you, mate. Hope the family is well. Um, Taruva. Kid doesn't get much in the way of meat pies, but he never complains about that. Always catches everything, always catches everything his way, never hides away from the tough hit-ups coming out of the Panthers' red zone and matches or sometimes beats out Toto and Edwards in the meters department, which is saying a lot. Tackles hard and rarely is beaten down his wing. Replaced Taylor May and is taking the opportunity with both hands with a great next man up mentality. This is all on the field, not considering what he's had to deal with off the field personally. Now, I don't know too much about the off the field stuff, uh, but I know that my man, he knows Western Sydney inside out. Um, and yeah, a great shout there. I probably don't have too much to add, to be honest with you, but I think people need to remember he has replaced Taylor May. He was one of the best wingers in the competition last Last year, the Penrith Panthers, like respectfully to Taylor May, they haven't missed him because of how good Taruva has been. So a very, very great shout there. Uh, we've already got Roosters, Knights. We've got Josh King. Got the Warriors, uh, Broncos. We've already got the Broncos. I think this is what the uh, what the algorithm does too, guys. It sort of sorts them all to the top and whatnot. Uh, this is a really good shout from the Canterbury Bulldogs. Have we had a doggies yet? No, we haven't. Fantastic. Jacob Preston from the Canterbury Bulldogs. A very good shout. Obviously came over from the Bears last year, and he has just done tremendously well. I've been so impressed with him, uh, and I think he is one of the signings of the year. I think he's definitely... Uh, one of the most underrated signings of the year, without a doubt. So a fantastic shout there. Uh, let's have a look at professional Gold Coast Titans suggestion, which we haven't had one yet. Kieran Foran. Kieran Foran has uh, has been has had injuries. Uh, tough, no questions asked. Determined to help the team. Fafita can thank him for helping him regain his mojo and Origin jersey with his experience in bringing out the best team. I completely agree, and I think it's the greatest compliment to Foz imaginable for what Dave Fafita is now achieving and how he's going to be at that club long term. Because I, I genuinely think there was a chance a year ago that Fafita could have left the Titans, but I think the Foran signing has sort of spring-loaded itself into the Fafita signing, to be honest with you. It's been a fantastic one. And, I mean, if you want to look on the other side of the park, you obviously look at the the impact, the, you know, how good Dave Fafita's going next to Kieran Foran. Who was the second row next to Kieran Foran last year? Josh Schuster. And, you know, he's obviously moved into the 5'8 role, but he's only defending one spot to the right, and everything has sort of changed for Schuster. He's definitely not hitting the heights that he was when he was outside Foz. So, full credit to Kieran Foran. A fantastic, fantastic shout. Another one from the Gold Coast Titans here. This one comes from Dill Watson. He says, Chris Randall has been unreal wherever he's played. Uh, Phil Sammy has been huge for kick return 
return meters and proper tough, proper tough carries. Brian Kelly has had a good season too, and he's often one that goes unnoticed. Chris Randall's the one there for me for the Gold Coast Titans. He arrived there as like a replacement hooker. He's turned himself into a fantastic middle forward. He can just do everything, Chris Randall. And even a few weeks ago, Fafita went off. He jumped on the edge, scored a great try, and came with some huge defensive plays. So Chris Randall, a great shout from the Gold Coast Titans. The other one there that I love is Phil Sammy. We all know about Brian Kelly. I've been talking about him for years. He's one of the most slipped-on players in this competition. But Phil Sammy, I, th- I think his games this year have been tremendous. Obviously played Origin a couple of years ago um, and whatnot, but I'm, I'm just such a huge fan of him. I think he's got so much potential. It's not even funny. Now, we haven't had a North Queensland Cowboys shout-out yet. And this one comes from Andrew Luke 9. Cohen Hess rolled up his sleeves. Now he's a middle, and for sure he started the season on the edge like he always does. I think it's the last five seasons in a row where he started on an edge, but he's turned himself into a real middle, Cohen Hess. And I, I agree. I think he's been really slept on this year. I think he's done a tremendous job for the Cows. It's also it's always the Cotters, the Tamalolos, these sort of guys that get the raps. But Cohen Hess, he has been incredibly consistent for the North Queensland Cowboys. Great shout there. Another one for Cohen Hess there. Let's find someone we haven't spoken about yet. Uh, from a team we haven't spoken about yet as well. Oh, here's one from the North Queensland Cowboys. Jeez, they, they come in bunches. This must be the algorithm working this out. Uh, it says, Joseph Morgan. Jake Granville. Jake the Snake Granville. Uh, look, a hooker last year is a fullback, a center. He can play in the halves. He can just do everything, Jake Granville. And this year, he's just ended up playing in the front row and as a 13. And every time he's played there, he's done tremendously well. Wild to think that Jake Granville, you know, was the hooker a couple of years ago. I, I personally thought he was probably the best player in that game. I know JT got man of the match, but I thought across the whole, you know, 83, 85, whatever, however many minutes it was, probably only 81 now I think about it. Um, I thought Jake Granville was the best on the park. So I think if it was wasn't for Thurston owning that big field goal moment. I would say if Thurston just kicks the field goal from the sideline, there's a little bit less theatre. I'd probably argue that Jake Granville goes very close to a Clive Churchill medal there. So a tremendous player who I've got a lot of time for, Jake the Snake Granville. Great to see people respecting him as well. A lot of Cohen Hess here as well. Now, this one is the Titans. Another, I know we've already got three for the Titans. It was going to be Tanner Boyd, who I think has had a good season. But you guys will know when you're listening to this. But I'm hearing rumors. I'm recording this on Tuesday, Arvo, that he's about to get dropped from first grade. So really interesting one there. Uh, for the Finns, our first one for the Finns, which we love to see, Cody Nikarima. I remember when he played fullback for South Sydney last year. It was so bad that I just marked his papers as never to play fullback again. Wayne moved him back there. And my God, he's done a tremendous job when he's been back there. It's also allowed Hamiso to jump into centre and real, really fill a tough defensive spot for the Dolphins this year. But I agree, Cody Nikarima, he has just been superb for the Dolphins this year. Come up with so many big plays in so many big moments. He just epitomises what the Dolphins are about. He's the smallest dude on the field. He should be getting dominated. He shouldn't be having as much impact as he does, especially with a forward pack that doesn't dominate every single ruck. And Cody Nikarima, he just keeps on producing big plays. So great shout there from the Dolphins. Hopefully we get some more Dolphins that pop up because um, obviously they probably don't have as many fans as other teams. Uh, the Sharkies. We haven't had a Shark yet. This is our first Shark that's come through. Blake Braley had more recognition this year but still not talked about enough. Blake Braley is a fantastic shout. Absolutely love this. He's been playing incredible footy this year. I just love the way that he's just improved year on year. He literally has got better every year for the last five or so. Uh, they brought young, oh, not young, I think he's 25, 26, he might even be older, Beryl down from the Queensland Cup and I 
I think that was the kick up the ass that Braley potentially needed to go, hey, this jersey, I don't have a total mortgage on it. I need to really perform if I'm going to hold on to this nine jersey for Cronulla. And, you know, it's never even been questioned if Beryl should come into first grade because of how good Braley has been. So shout out to him. Another suggestion here from Mitch Small10. He says, Sione Katoa, a, a second choice. I agree. Katoa has been fantastic for the Sharkies. I think Mulatalo posted the other day, you know, best winger in the game, talking about his wing partner. And, you know, geez, when he's at, when at his best and when he's given opportunities, uh, very, very impressive. We've got the comment underneath that from Dave. Uh, he also says Jesse Ramian, who has been fantastic for the Sharkies this year. So hard to handle. Another one, a bit like what we spoke about with Peachy the other day. It would be great if maybe he passed the ball a little bit more. But when you've got his running style, I mean, if I'm defending Jesse Ramian, all I want him to do is pass the ball. So I get it. I, I would assume that Craig Fitzgibbon is telling him run all day. The other one suggests here is a Sharky, obviously Sifatalakai. People sleep on him. People think that, oh, because he's not having scoring tries and everything, he's not doing well. But the metres he makes every single game have been incredible. Defensively, he's had issues this year, no doubt about that. But, mate, the amount of work he gets through at centre is simply incredible. Go and have a look at the NRL.com stats. And what you'll start to notice is just how much Sifatalakai appears. You'll start to see how much work he gets through. All right. Who have we? I've got sort of a list here that I'm following. We have, we have covered every single team to some extent. We'll try and find a few extras on certain teams, though. Obviously, guys, as I said off the top, there was always going to be certain teams that were probably going to be more popular uh, than the average bear just because of how many uh, followers and stuff they have. How many have we got from the Warriors? So the Warriors, we've already got three. Bailey Sirenham was suggested. A really good shout there from Will Durkin, one of the greats. Chris Randall, when he signed, I thought it was ridiculous to lose Marcia for a hooker uh, post-signing Verils, but has been tough as nails through the middle. A very good shout there. Jeez, Phoenix Crossland is getting a lot of shouts here. Uh, from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a very good one here that I love has been Havili. You, you guys all know I'm a huge fan of Havili, and I think he's been a really good signing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he's a little bit more important uh, to JD and his plans than what Fan, fans probably realise. I think Harm Salah is the other one that's been suggested here. This is from Ben Lewis 07.25. I think Harm Salah also has been fantastic. Salah to Tola. We speak about it all the time here on the Rugby League Guru podcast, just impo- how important South, these guys are to South Sydney. I think it's been really evident over the last few weeks when they've been out, just what we're talking about there. Uh, Mitch Kenny, Tim Crossland. <laughs> um, here's a good shout from the Dragons. Jack Bird. Jack Bird has killed it when he's not injured. I completely agree. That one comes from Sam Chris 10. When Jack Bird has been on the field this year, he's been tremendous. Unfortunately, we just haven't seen enough of it. The poor bastard. He's been injured consistently. I, I, I know for a fact that he's been carrying injuries all year and he's just always pushing to get himself back, doing everything he can, Jack. And sometimes I think Jack can be his own worst enemy because he's a little bit too tough for his own good, Jack Bird. But I am very excited to see Shane Flanagan return there next year and see what sort of a combo him and Jack Bird can strike up because once upon a time 2016 premiership winners I think Jack Bird broke an elbow in that grand final or dislocated an elbow or something and played the entire game so tough as nails and I really do hope that Jack Bird can bounce back and have a couple of years injury free uh who else have we got Granville Tass yeah I think there's another good one from the Canterbury Bulldogs have we had many from the Doggies I only had one from the Doggies really good shout here is Max King now, to be fair, I think he's leveled out a little bit the longer the season's gone, but Max King at the start of the season, he was setting it a lot. He was absolutely killing it uh, for the doggies in the early parts of the season. He was very, very impressive. Very good shout there from Pub Grub, Footy Hub, one of the great names all time. That is great. Uh, from the Dragons, 
Blake Laurie is another one that I want to give a shout-out to. That one came from Greg Mart. He has been fantastic this year, Blake Laurie. We spoke about him quite a bit on Bloke in a Bar yesterday as well. Uh, big ups to him. He's been fantastic. Um, who else have we got? Trying to find teams that haven't really got too much of a shout yet. Sharkies. How many Sharks have we had? We had three. So the teams that we've got completely covered, we've had three from the Roosters, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Sharks, the Dragons, the Knights, uh, three from the Eels, three from the Warriors, and three from the Titans and the Broncos. So so I might even just go through, because it's a bit hard to find them all live for you guys. I might even just go through and give uh, my opinions on some of these guys if I can't see them on my screen. Um, one that just popped up from the Melbourne Storm that hasn't got one is Nick Meaney. I think most people do appreciate just how good Nick Meaney is, but I still think he's slept on. I think everyone uh, is sort of just waiting for Pappy to come back and he's just filling in and doing a good job. But I think Nick Meaney's sort of in that same sort of category of Ruben Garrick at the moment where... Fuck yeah, he's you know he's he's filling in for a superstar, but my god, he's handling it well. And if they had just come in at another club club and played the way they had, you'd be going, oh my god, one of the most improved fullbacks in the game. But when you when you're coming in and holding a spot for someone else, I don't know. It's like people don't take you as seriously. But I think Nick meaney has been fantastic. Ruben Garrick has to be mentioned from the Manly Seagulls playing fullback once again. He just keeps on establishing himself as a better, better, better footballer every single year. Ruben Garrick, so a very good shout there from the Manly Seagulls. Um, who else have we got on this list from you guys? Brad Parker's another one suggested here. Who's that from? From Mitch Musket. Has turned into a great defender and takes some tough carries. 100% agree, and, I, and people will probably scoff at that because the other night uh, he got injured and he got shown up a little bit against Joey Manu. But outside of that, throughout the entire year, he's been really, really good defensively. I've, I've been very impressed with the way that Brad Parker has improved. A couple of, probably two years ago, I genuinely thought he might have been, you know, one of the lower first graders in first grade, but he's just kept at his work. I actually saw him when we were out there uh, for the bomb catching thing. I was standing about 10 minutes away from him. He's a lot bigger than what you expect. He's huge, Brad Parker. And I think he's really worked away at his craft. And uh, I really like him now. A very consistent, regular first grader now. Shaq Mitchell's another one from South Sydney. All right, here's some Dolphins. Cody Nicarima and Ray Stone. Ray Stone has been great. He's jumped into a number of spots throughout the year. He's been tremendous. Another Dolphin I want to give a a little shout out to. He's been injured the last few weeks, but I thought for the first half of the season, Branko Lee, obviously everyone raved about Jermaine Osako and he got all the attention, but Osako was scoring so many tries because of Branko Lee and his brilliant hands. We had him on the podcast a couple of years ago. I'm a huge fan of Branko, always have been. As you guys know, I drafted him for years and spoke about him for years. He eventually ended up at the Melbourne Storm and I thought, beautiful, this is where it starts. And he had a fantastic year. He obviously won a comp and then he went on to play Origin as well, Branko, and Wayne Bennett gave him another opportunity. He's had a lot of injuries and stuff go on in his life, Branko Lee, over the last couple of years. But you could see that talent again, that raw ability to catch and pass. And a lot of it comes down to timing. And Branko, I don't know, he's just got something in built inside him where timing of passes, he just gets it right every single time, Branko. So another really good shout there. Sharkies, already got them covered. But Britton Nicotero is a good shout. Raiders, we've only got two. The other one is Matty Timiko. What a season he has had. He has absolutely exploded this year and has been very, very impressive. That one comes from Dunn Fees. He has been fantastic, Timiko, this year. I've been really 
Really, really impressed with him and how he's gone this year. Um, one team that's only got one mention, and I've been scrolling for a little bit and sort of struggling to find another suggestion from people here. Obviously, they're, they're, they're pretty downtrodden this year, the poor old West Tigers. Uh, but one guy I want to give a shout-out to the West Tigers is Fanua Bowl. Uh, in a forward pack of just stars everywhere, I think he's been really consistent. I think he's really held his own in that side. He's been very impressive. Another one who... I think he's been underutilized by the Tigers, and I think that he's been in and out of the side a lot, but I think every time he comes in, he does well, is Asu Kapoa. He's one that I really like. I probably think he's going to be... Oh, I think he's got the potential to have a career transition like uh, Lemuelu. Hopefully, he can move clubs, and I think if someone can identify what he's got to offer, I think he could turn into a good back rower. Maybe not an 80-minute back rower, but I think as a guy coming off the bench, he can be quite destructive. I think he's very underrated, and I think if he was to move into another club and they worked out a way to utilize him... I think there's something there with uh, Asu Kapoa, but he is playing again this weekend for the Tigers, I believe. You can check your own team list there, but I think he will be named one that I really like. Um, So who haven't we named three players from the Doggies? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Who else has been good from the doggies? I do think Reid Marnie for the vast majority of the season has been pretty damn good. I also think that Kiraz has been sensational. Braden Burns in the games he's played has been been really good as well. So a few from Canterbury there. Penrith. Fuck, it's hard to find guys from Penrith. Um, I think Zach Hosking, though, is probably my other one that I want to give a little shout-out to. Um, he's been very good. Uh, the other one, I am shooting a complete blank on his name. The Zach Hosking lookalike that plays in the front row. I cannot believe I'm shooting a blank on his name. You'll have to forgive me, but you guys know who I am talking about. He's had a fantastic season as well. He's been very, very impressive coming off the bench. Him and Hop, uh, him and uh, Hosking, they've been very impressive. Uh, who else don't we have? Three from the Dolphins. We already spoke about Branko, that's three from them. Cowboys, we spoke about Jake Granville. We spoke about Cohen Hess. Who else has sort of jumped out at the Cowboys this year for me? Oh, Valeme. Jesus Christ. What about the winger? He is killing it. I've said on a number of occasions, when he was at the Raiders and I was watching him, I was just looking at him, shaking my head, going, this guy is not a first grader. He will not make it. He moved up to the Cowboys. And I remember reading it on Instagram going, Jesus, why would they bother with that? What an odd signing. He has been fucking fantastic. He has been so good. He's kept Kyle Felt out of the North Queensland Cowboys team. So shoot out, huge shout out to him. I'm not sure if it's Valeme or Valame. I, I think it might be Valame. Shout out to him. He has been fantastic. So a number of guys there that have been really slept on this year. It's fantastic to hear from you guys and your thoughts. As I said, guys, about 200 comments on there. Very hard to keep track and stay even with all the teams. Hopefully we have. Certain teams like the Dolphins and the West Tigers didn't get too many shouts from you guys or that I could see directly anyway. So apologies if I did miss those. Uh, but always try and do our content raw and live for you guys so you can take in all of my emotions and whatnot. If there's anyone that I forgot from your team, please send me a message on Instagram. Let me know who's the guy that you think is being slept on. Maybe I missed your comment. Maybe you missed the post and you didn't get an opportunity to say it. But if there's someone from your team that has been slept on, 
please send me a message. Let me know so I can be well and truly aware of them because we will be talking about this sort of stuff, obviously, during the off-season and whatnot, and guys to keep an eye on for next year. And at the end of the day, I watch all rugby league games and all that sort of stuff. But you guys, you know your team better than what I do. So let me know what you guys are seeing with your footy side. <laughs>